What's going on, Clutch Crew Sports fans? Zach back here with another episode, and this is going to be a special episode. We This will be our first ever Top 10 episode. We also have a special guest on this episode, so stay tuned for that, guys. Now let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. What's up, guys? I'm Connor. You know me as the co-host with the most, and I am excited for this our first Top 10 list. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Nate here, big football guy, and just to let you know, these rankings are facts, not opinions. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Dang, Nate. <laughs> Alright, what's so up guys? My name is Drew, so I, I guess I'm the special guest. I don't really have a cool intro, uh, cool intro like them, but uh, I go by CA Analysis on YouTube, so like, check out my channel, I guess. Thanks. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely link your your channel, your Twitter account in the uh, in the description for our episode. Drew, it's uh, it's good to have you on here, man. Uh, we've been in communication yeah. for a couple weeks now, and finally getting to do this thing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I checked out your uh, your video today about the Thunder. Thought it was thought it was really good. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. though, I, I'm a I'm a Trailblazers fan, so I'm not I'm not, oh. I'm not a good I'm not a good Thunder <laughs> fan, but um, Mike. Eric, the co-host on the show who's not here, he uh, he's a Thunder fan, so I, I told him to watch the video. He liked it though. He he thinks uh, he thinks you're definitely yeah. right on with that information. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I was just gonna say everybody go check out Drew's channel. He he puts out a lot of good NBA videos. Uh, even though the the league's suspended for now, I know when it comes back, he's definitely gonna come out with some more stuff. So. Happy to have you on, man. Thanks. All right. So, like we said, this is our first top ten list that we've ever really done formally for his, for an official video. So Drew's getting to take part in the first one. Um, basically, we have three different questions or topics that we came up with: two sports related, one non sports related, and we just all kind of individually ranked our top ten choices and. A couple of things we've combined a little bit to have like a consensus on, but we'll start with the NBA and we'll we'll start with our consensus list. So this is between myself, Connor, and Nate. Our our consensus average has Giannis as the best player in the NBA right now, Kawhi is the second best player, Kevin Durant is the third best player, LeBron James fourth, Anthony Davis fifth. Steph Curry 6th, James Harden 7th, Damian Lillard 8th, Nikola Jokic 9th, and Jason Tatum 10th. Uh, so we'll get into our individual fluctuations for that later on. But since Drew's on as our guest here, I'm going to let him start off with his... Oh, we also have Doncic as an honorable mention. Uh, but <laughs> Drew, Drew, go ahead and tell the tell listeners about your list and why you have certain players ranked ahead of others. All right, I think I'm gonna go one to ten because I feel like one to ten is like easier if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so if, like so with my list, like because when they when they when I saw the list with Katie and Steph on their list, I forgot that. So for my list, I basically had it so that players it's only for the 2020 season because if I was making a list with like with all the players, I would have had Katie and Steph. But since they were hurt, since Steph was hurt for most of the year, and mm-hmm. Katie didn't miss the entire year. I I put it to those players out for Giannis like. The like he's been like the the game like, his play has been amazing. I think the Bucks were on pace for like 70 games. Giannis is doing all of this without like a superstar because he has Middleton. Middleton's pretty good, but 
like the other the other players on this list have like for the most part like a, a really good teammate with them mm-hmm. the superstar one Giannis is like he's been he's been like probably the Bucks best defender he's like he's the best offensive player on the Bucks and he's just been leading them he's just leading them to wins so I feel like I feel like Loki like like by far for Giannis but that's why I have him at number one and then for uh for Braun I mean there's not much you there's not you don't really have to say anything about like LeBron it's like LeBron <laughs> yeah James. he's like thirty like I mean I don't have I didn't have him as my MVP but like he's doing MVP thing MVP type things right now like LeBron he's he's been he's and he's been stepping up on defense like a lot there's a the last couple of years. His one of the one of the critiques for him is that he doesn't try on defense as much, but this year he's been he's been a really good defender. So like, I don't really I'm a, I can keep it short with LeBron. Uh, for Kawhi, so between like Kawhi and AD, I feel like because PG missed a lot of games and Lou Lou Williams has been good, but like his like his like he hasn't been as he hasn't been as efficient as he he was in previous years. So Kawhi has had to do a, like a little bit of carrying on on his end on the Clippers, and uh, and he's been missing games as well. So just the fact that like Kawhi's still probably the best two-way player in the like in the league, he Kawhi's just doing quiet things. So I think it's pretty obvious why he's number three. Uh, for Anthony Davis, he's he was probably on pace to win Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, the other the other partner with uh, in the, on LA. Uh, is he the best center in the league? I yeah, is is AD a center or is he uh, power forward? I think he's technically a power forward. Okay, well then he's the best power forward in the league. Yeah, AD yeah, AD's AD's always put up huge numbers, but it was like it was always about his winning. And now that he's paired up with LeBron in LA, like he we can finally see his his uh his play on a bigger stage. Mm-hmm. But there's there's no question about his winning and his impact. Now I don't know if I'm gonna catch heat for this, but like. I don't know. I didn't. Tell, I don't know if I had told you guys. I'm a, a Thunder fan, and like it was, it was, it was really after like what the Trailblazers did to the Thunder like the last season. It was really refreshing <laughs> to see. <laughs> it was really refreshing to see Russ come back and who. Because at the beginning of the year, like I was tuning in for uh, the Rockets, just watching them because like I was a, a Russ fan, and like it was looking rough. Like he was mad at, he was mad inefficient. And, like I think it was, uh, it was like uh, when he, he had, I don't know if some people noticed, but he had like a little. Uh, Russ had like a little finger thing, like a like a finger strap, a strap on his finger, because mm-hmm. he had finger surgery. And like it was like the moment he took it off, he just started hooping. And then when they traded when they traded Clint Capella, he got all the space. And like I mean, even though Russ Russ is like what thirty, like people Russ still might be like one of the fastest players in the league even now. So like the fact that you you're giving him one on one coverage at sometimes, because people still trying to people still like double hard and even even with hard struggles, I'm gonna get to that later. They're still st- doubling hard, and you can't like you can't give Russ a, a four and three every time. He's gonna score every time, so that's why between like if you have uh, Luca over Russ, like I guess because Luca Luca was uh he was hooping for a, a lot longer, but the reason why I had Russ over Luca was because Luca got hurt a couple weeks ago, and like while he was hurt, the Dallas Mavericks were obviously struggling. So I mean, if you have Luca above Russ, I'm not mad at that, but that's why I had Russ above Luca. Now on a Luca, like. Like so, Luca being because I have a, like I have a friend that it's like he's a huge Luca fan. Like he's crazy, like a crazy Luca fan. And like every time Luca does something, he's always talking about it. But when like when Luca, like this year, I remember people talking about how the Mavericks want to be like a playoff team, 
And I think they were talking about how he was going to be MVP or not MVP, but like MVP conversations. And it was like, it was crazy at the time. But like, especially at the beginning of the year, Luka was like doing stuff that we hadn't seen before. He had averaged like a third. He was like averaging a 30 point triple double, like, like mad, like efficiently from everywhere. And like, he was, he's, he's really good. I was thinking of talking about, uh, the best players to build around, and like I feel like Luke was number one because he just offensively there's not really a, a a flaw in his game, and he was low key carrying when uh Porzingis went out when when Porzingis because at the beginning of the year Porzingis was playing pretty bad, or I guess not pretty bad he was playing he was playing uh below his standards I should say. For James Harden, like I don't know if, if I think I, I don't know if I had him too low, but. Because I watched so many Rockets games, I saw like a lot of times it felt like James Harden was, wasn't uh what's the word he wasn't uh, aggressive enough. Like they would throw a double team at him and like you know he would like sway off. But what really like dropped him down the list for me was like his January because during his January like James Harden was he was like he was really bad. But because he was because he was so good in like the beginning of the year he's still averaging like 35. Like no matter what I'm saying about James Harden he's still probably one of the best scorers of all time and. That, he's, I think mean, he probably is averaging like 35. He was on pace to average like 40, but because of his January, the month of January, his his average dropped to 35. It's it's crazy. Uh, for Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard probably should be higher, but he uh he got hurt. Like yeah, I think he got hurt like right before All Star break. Mm-hmm. But when like Damian, like Damian, I how do I say this? Before the 2019 season, I thought Damian, I thought Damian Lillard was good. But watching the playoffs, like he he went to another level. Before then, I didn't I wouldn't I wouldn't have considered him a superstar. But like he really changed my mind on that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Damian Lillard's been like he's been really good, especially uh the second half the not second half the the second half of pre pre uh, All Star break he was like going on a tear. He was averaging like 40 points his last couple games, and he was trying to will the Portland Trailblazers to a playoff spot because CJ hasn't been really hooping. I feel like that's just from like a a distant view. I feel like CJ McCollum usually. I feel like in in years past it was always Dame and CJ, but this year it felt more like you know, is Dame gonna drop sixty? Is Dame gonna is Dame gonna drop fifty type thing? For the for the last two spots, I wasn't really sure uh, who to put. I, I think looking at it now, maybe I should have put Tatum, but like I wasn't sure for the last two. So I, I feel like you know got you you got to put Jokic in there. I think the, I think the Nuggets are a top three seed. They might mm-hmm. not be, but. Jokic is all, you know, Jokic leads that team. The best, one of the best playmakers of all time, not even just centers. He's obviously, I think, I think obviously he's the best playmaking center of all time. But so, you know, he's an efficient scorer. Uh, the Nuggets are another team that don't have a, I guess I forgot to include Dame. So Dame, Giannis, and, and Jokic all don't have like superstar teammates. So, and Siakam too. So Jokic is leading the Nuggets to a top three seed without a superstar teammate. They're always, they're always good. The thing is with that, the Nuggets are one of those teams that people are never gonna believe in until like, until they do it type thing. Cause mm-hmm. they don't really have a, they have like, Jokic is a, like Jokic. I don't know if you include Jokic as a superstar. I have him as like a like a high tier star, but like the Nuggets, they don't have a a superstar closer, which I think is more important than just a superstar. Which is why like I felt like the Pelicans didn't really were, didn't get as much success as they wanted, because at the end of the game like. You can't really give – I mean, you can't really give Jokic the ball and tell him to get you a bucket. So that's kind of why, like, they, they were – I think they were hoping, like, Jamal Murray could be it or uh, Michael Porter Jr. But until they can, like – until they can step up and, and accept that role, 
I feel like the the Nuggets are like they're gonna be like a good regular season team, maybe like the second round. But I mean, they they were like a game away from the Western Conference Finals, so maybe not. And for ten, I had Siakam. I think the the Raptors are they have they've won more games this year than they did last year with Kawhi, which is crazy. Kawhi was a uh, Kawhi's obviously a superstar, and a lot of people thought they would fall off. Then they you know, a lot of people like ESPN predicted like the four seed or something. And Siakam just like stepped up, like he's put himself into like a into the superstar conversation. When before he was more like a like a he was more like a up and coming player. You know they they projected him to be an all star. Now like I can actually see the progression of him being a superstar. His like it's funny because I'm like I think like three or four years ago Siakam wasn't even a good shoot. Like he wasn't that good of a shooter. But now he's not he's not an elite shooter, but he's become a better shooter. So it's interesting. Siakam he, he's really stepped up, but. I think that's fine. That's my top ten list. Very good, man. Uh, lots of lots of good takes there. Although I, I probably would disagree with you about Russ being ranked that high, <laughs> but that's, that's my <laughs> oh, bias yeah. probably as a as a Trailblazers fan. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here guys, I'll show you guys my list. So I'll go in the same order as Drew did from one to ten. I won't spend too too much time on some players like LeBron. I'm just gonna gloss over because it's LeBron. But uh, yeah. but yeah, so. And I also kind of interpreted this a little bit differently because I didn't interpret it as this specific season because obviously Giannis is having the best statistical season out of all these people. But these are really more so my rankings of if I if everybody was healthy and everything and I was just like picking a team like this is what I would want my team's order to be sort of thing. So number one, I got to have KD two time finals MVP uh, dudes just a offensive threat shooting from everywhere on the court unstoppable at times obviously he's number one for me uh, I've got Kawhi at number two just because of that crazy run he went on last year in the playoffs won that championship I really didn't think they would and the fact that he's the best two-way player in the game also bumps him up to number two and then Giannis at number three he's having a great season he's he is doing it by himself which I do give him credit for with no real superstar on his team but He's really just got to do it in the playoffs for me. And, and there's certain aspects of his game, like free throw shooting and, and three-point shooting, that if they were improved just a little bit, he could really get boosted higher on my list. But obviously can't argue with the success he's had this year. I've got LeBron at four just because the reason I have him down at four age, I just don't think he's going to be that great um, after having to play a lot of games and stuff. So his durability is a factor in my mind. AD at five just because we this is the first year we've really seen him win play winning basketball with the Lakers he's still though the best center in the game or technically I guess power forward but still really good that's why he's ranked number five I think Drew had him at four or five too so Steph the best three-point shooter in the game obviously he's got to be here at six injured this season but this just shows you how important he is to the Warriors I mean he they won a championship before Katie got there so you know he's Two-time finals MVP, can't argue that. Harden, I've got a seven. Similarly to you, he's having a down year this year, and really his game is is one-dimensional, um, and it gets exposed in the playoffs too. That's why I have him at seven. I am a Trailblazers fan, but I'm not going to be biased here and put Dame at number one. I've got him at eight, which I think is the right place for him just because he's he is a little bit limited with his size, but shooting-wise, he's up there with Steph. He's up there with Steph in a lot of things. Steph is just a little bit better than him at at most things but Dame 
can't argue his clutchness either. Definitely number one in clutch. Uh, Jokic, I've always been a fan of Jokic. The real, really, the only knock on him, in my opinion, is just uh, his endurance. He's just not as fit as a lot of the other players are. But if he, if he could get, you know, if he, if he could build up more endurance and stuff, he would be a lot better towards the end of games. Like you said, they need a closer on that Nuggets team. But as a playmaker, he's definitely great. And the Nuggets are a top three seed, like you said. And then Tatum, he's really been surprising me a lot. Um, I didn't expect to see this type of a leap from him, but he's definitely the best player in the Celtics who are also overperforming in my estimation. Um, but definitely Siakam. I was I was really weighing between Tatum and Siakam at my number 10 spot, but that's my list from 1 to 10, guys. Let me know what you think of it compared to Drew's, <laughs> and then we'll get to Connor and Nate's here. So, Connor, you can go through your list now. Yeah, so I guess I'll do the same, 1 to 10. Um, Giannis, number one. I know if you guys watched our episode a couple episodes back where uh, Zach and I had our Giannis debate, you know that I'm pretty high on Giannis. So um, so I have him at number one, obviously having a great season. I mean, was on pace for a second straight MVP if the season hadn't gotten uh, canceled here. Or not canceled, but postponed. Um, then, yeah, Kawhi. You know something we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, then Kawhi at number two, like like you know, you and Drew head on that he's the best two way player in the game, and you know even though he does load manage, um, yeah, <laughs> I still yeah. think he's he's a, still a great player. LeBron, I was really debating between KD and LeBron, like between three and four, and I just went with LeBron at number three just because this year, like Drew said, he has been better on defense, but the age is just a factor. Like I don't know how long he's going to be able to keep it up. I think he's kind of been reinvigorated this year since, you know, Anthony Davis came with him to L.A., but um, I'm not sure if he's going to be the same way next season. Um, and then, so I have KD at number four, mainly because Wall, I think he's definitely, in terms of, like, pure talent and what he's done in the past, I feel like KD could definitely be two, maybe even challenging Giannis for number one. But, you know, he had the Achilles injury in the that he went through, at the end of last season that he's still dealing with, and he got injured last year too. So I'm interested to see, I need to see him come back from all these injuries that he's had and still (laughs) perform at a high level. Because like I said, not only was he injured uh, at the end of, you know, before the playoffs last season, then he got injured in the playoffs after he came back and a really serious injury at that. So um, I still want to see what KD does when he comes back. But if he, if he performs at a high level again, then I will, if we ever do this again, then I'll <laughs> jump him back up to uh, either one or two. Anthony Davis, you know, best power forward in the game. Like Zach said, he's finally winning this season. I mean, maybe that's because he's got LeBron on the team too, but um, I he's just dominant. There's not a lot of guys in the league that can stop him. I mean, even when he was going against, like, you know, LeBron was on Giannis quite a bit, but even Anthony Davis was doing a good job going against Giannis, and Giannis is a great defender, so... Um, I got Steph Curry at number six here. Like I said, best three-point shooter. The only knock on Steph for me, why I wouldn't have him, if he was a better leader, and a, like, I guess, you know, I know Eric's talked about this before, a better, you know, playoff performer. It seems like Steph, like, he performs, but he doesn't perform as well as he should in the playoffs. So, and, you know, because KD got the finals MVP both times mm-hmm. that he was there, and then obviously Iguodala got it the one time that... KD wasn't there so like if he can get some 
if he can start getting better in the playoffs, he can definitely move up ahead of Anthony Davis. Um, I got Damian Lillard at number seven just because I like his leadership qualities. And, you know, like uh, Drew was saying, he doesn't have – C.J. McCollum's been okay this year. He hasn't been great. So Damian Lillard's really been doing his best to try and keep this Portland Trailblazers team afloat. I've got Luka Doncic at number eight. I was the uh, – I didn't – Zach and Nate don't have him on their list, mm-hmm. but I have him on, on mine because, I mean, rookie of the year last year and just – he was in the MVP conversation this year. So um, I had to give him respect. I got James Harden at number nine. I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with how low he is on my list, but I know I just, it's, I don't know. It's like the 38 points a game is great, but when you're playing like next to zero defense and, you know, even then the Rockets aren't winning when you're doing that, like, you know, they're still in the playoffs, but they were on a serious downturn there before the season got postponed. So um, I don't, I think it's going to be one of the reasons why Harden's going to finish his career without a ring. Um, and then Jokic has number 10. I know Zach has mentioned that he thinks that Jokic is the best center in the league, which, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue against that right now. So, um, but yeah, he does need to work on that endurance. So that's my <laughs> top 10 list. Uh, I probably would have had Jason Tatum 11. I know he was on our consensus list, but it was like between him and Siakam for number 11. Mm-hmm. So he was close on my list. Yeah. Same with Luca. He would have been mine 11 too. But all right, Nate, show us your list here. All right, so all right, so I'll go through mine uh, pretty quick. Y'all have kind of given yeah, a yeah. good like overview most of these guys, <laughs> but um, I think Giannis is a pretty obvious choice for number one. He's been downing the the uh, NBA for a couple years now. Um, LeBron, I think, still is one of the best players in the game, even at um, 34. I don't see a whole lot of other guys like do what he does on a nightly basis. So I'm going to go with him at two. I think Kawhi is still as good as anybody, you know, two ways, even though he, like y'all say, he does take load management. So I gave him kind of a knock for that. He's not doing it every <laughs> night with other guys. But um, like like Zach said, KD um, has skills that very few, if any, other NBA players have right now. The only knock I gave to put him at fourth is coming back from the injury, like, Hopefully he comes back to, you know, his pre-injury form, but that's kind of a big question mark for me right now. Um, Anthony Davis has been dominating for the Lakers, giving that, you know, one-two punch and making him so deadly. Um, Harden can, you know, score with anybody, like y'all said. i put him at six. Um, at Lillard at seven, um, just like what you guys are saying, I think he's one definitely, like, deserves a lot more credit than I think he gets nationally, but just, you know, a couple spots below those really premier guys. I put Jokic at eighth as the best center in the league. Um, I've got Tatum at ninth, which is higher than everybody else. But I think he's definitely shown the potential to reach superstar status. He hasn't necessarily hit it, like, con- as consistently as you'd like to see. Uh, he hasn't totally, like, put the Celtics on his back or anything like that. But I think he's very close to getting to that level. So I, I put him at ninth right now and then Steph coming back from the injury um he's definitely still obviously a top 10 player um so hopefully he can get back to that pre-injury form all right good good list there Nate and same with you Connor but let us know which which list I guess in the comments that you find the best is there any player that we didn't mention at all that you'd put in your top 10 uh maybe Donovan Mitchell I think would be one option for that but um Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 
we're gonna go to another uh, totally different subject here. Um, <laughs> totally different. Do a complete one eighty. <laughs> seriously, seriously. So I, I was thinking of this uh, a while back and decided this would be a good good suggestion for our top ten. So if you're not the greatest sports fan, this is definitely gonna be a much more entertaining segment for you. Um, basically, the question is. If you had to like survive in Alaska for a long period of time, like what would be the 10 things that you would bring with you? Um, so these aren't necessarily ranked from one to 10. It's just sort of like you get 10 different things and you can you can have them. So, Drew, you can start us off here with your list. You've got the pictures here and just explain kind of why All right. you picked each thing. All right. So first I'll go for the jacket. So uh, in Alaska, it's like it's mad <laughs> cold. So. I was like thinking, I, you need to get. I was thinking like, like, like you need to get a huge jacket to stay warm. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, that's like that's like, that's self-explanatory. And then for the hatchet, for the hatchet, you can use it because since you're there's not I, I didn't get any food because I feel like you don't need any. But the hatchet you can use that to like kill any animals. I don't know like what I don't know what's in the, like in Alaska, but you use that to kill bears. any animals if you. <laughs> Yeah, you you could kill you could try to kill bears. Um, <laughs> I don't know if a hatch is gonna be the best thing for them, but yeah, maybe a baby bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you could use that, and then uh, I would need a, You need like a house. I, I don't know if I thought that one through, but but I was thinking it's like if you made like an igloo. I've never even tried to make that before, but you like if you hey, try man. to make it, it works. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I guess, but if, I guess so. Yeah, if you try to make an igloo, yeah. So I I would use the hatchet to make an igloo for our home and then well was that supposed to be i think that's a, a lighter yeah, yeah lighters. okay <laughs> so yeah uh you need to stay warm in alaska it's, it's really cold so uh do you, uh, are there is there any like woods in, in alaska like yeah wood? oh yeah oh yeah tons yeah, yeah. yeah. this is greenland so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm horrible at geography it's okay so, no. <laughs> yeah so uh, I would definitely like, so you you know go collect some wood some firewood and uh, light that light it up create a, like get a fire stay warm relatively so and because with uh with the you know if you don't it, and if you don't want to eat bears that's why I have the like the fishing hook right there because mm-hmm. uh there's like there's lots of fish you just gotta yeah. hopefully you're I think I don't know if the fishing rod could survive like the fr- I feel like the water is like really cold though but. I think it could if you had the right like line and stuff. Yeah. The the water is actually warmer down at the bottom because that like when it the ice freezes up it it freezes but it, it traps the temperature down there so it doesn't get even colder so that's why fish can live that's why like ice forms at the top and fish are living at the bottom because it stays at a certain temperature below freezing so there's there's plenty of fish there man. <laughs> I, oh, that's right. I didn't even, lots, I didn't even know that. Lots of salmon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm never gonna run out of food. And like I was just thinking about like if I wanted like how do I how do I live right now and what are the what are the the best items to get that can make me live normally and like I I don't know about you guys but like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm using I need toilet paper like not <laughs> I oh not, before you go any further are you having success getting it right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was just about to say I don't need toilet paper like the way that these people like the people need like they're thinking like fifty but you, you definitely need toilet paper yeah. It's gonna be rough. And uh, sleigh dogs. So like, you know, to travel. 
I don't really know why I saw why I saw Nita Slay Dog. But uh, I feel like they're cool. Like protection company. Yeah, protection. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know if, if they, they can scare with. off the bears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like you know, if if it gets rough, that's emergency food. So you know, gotta keep it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yep. <laughs> Uh yeah, so like then you have the the torch uh torch light, so like a torch it's like a I was thinking of like a generator, but like I chose a torch lighter because you know you get that warmth. But like for a generator, like I don't know what you what you need a generator for type thing. Wouldn't the it run light, out eventually? Like how are you gonna yeah, recharge it too? Exactly. So I just went with a torch lighting, you know, just you know keep yourself warm. For the boots, you like you if you if you're like in some tennis shoes, you can't you're not moving anywhere. You need boost. You need to be able to walk to run in case like the bears are after you. Uh, you, you just need to, be able to climb terrain because it's like it's rough in Alaska. Why, why did I ask for a bucket? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> bucket and soap is your last. She's like, why did I ask for this? I put it on the list, but <laughs> okay, I'll, I can tackle those two. So soap, like you, I mean, I'm not trying to smell. I feel like you, you probably like if if you went like a like a year, like I don't know how long you'd be in Alaska for. Like if you're in Alaska for a year and you're not showering, yeah. probably like there's probably something growing on you. So, like, some sort of, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm good on that. So yeah, you take a shower. I guess you can use the bucket for like you. I guess yeah. So you so you go to a, like a pond. Well, I don't know if it's a pond. You go to like a, a fishing area and you like get some water from the bottom and it's like warmer and you use soap. And even and even uh, I was thinking yeah. So if okay. So I would use like the you could use the fire if, if the water was too cold you could use the fire to heat up the pot or the the bucket to heat up the water so you, so you have like decent decently warm water so you can use that bad. to shower. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can I don't know if you could drink it is is the Alaska water fresh? Well, if you boil yes. it, then it should kill yeah. all yeah. the uh, yeah. That's why, put, that's why I made it a metal bucket for you so you can do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. The bucket the bucket was nice the bucket was crucial. All right, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. There's there's Drew's list. Yeah. Uh, comment below how long does Drew live with this list. Oh yeah, that should be a good thing. How long do each of us live? Yeah. Give us a give us a timetable here. Um. All right. So I'll go through my list now. I got a couple of similar things to Drew, like the the lighter, self-explanatory. I don't know how to make fire from sticks, so gonna gonna <laughs> it's pretty gonna hard anyway, me. even if you yeah. do know. <laughs> yeah. Gonna bring me gonna bring me uh some liars. Uh, same thing with the jacket. Like this is, I just this is one of the first pictures I found. But definitely a heavy duty jacket with like a a knit hat sort of thing is going to be crucial to staying warm because it's going to be cold. Um, and similarly to the bucket, I just did a pot instead. Same concept: storing water, heating water, and it um, stews and stuff too. You get that benefit. Um, the gun is really for the bears because uh, <laughs> that. If they if they come around and get you, uh, you're gonna want a gun, and also you can go hunting with it too. Like that, you can turn some of those predators into meat. Um, you get the knife there to to skin the meat and stuff, and the the fish. Gonna be pretty hard to do that without a knife, so it's gonna come in handy with a lot of different things. Just like a multi-use sort of thing. Um, the net here, I went with the net instead of the fishing pole because I feel like I can maybe make some sort of fishing pole or or something out of that sort but the net i feel like would be harder to make so having like a net is the similar way to catch fish and survive off of 
Um, the radio here I have just for really mental state because you're going to get really lonely if you're by yourself and not hearing anybody talk. So if you, the sort of radio you can hear, you can pick up uh, radio stations from like thousands of miles away. So you can kind of keep your sanity with this thing. So it gives you some entertainment and gives you some sort of like sense of humanity. Hopefully a um, signal in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Um, the axe here, like you said, for the hatchet. Um, my my goal is my goal here is thrival, um, <laughs> not survival. I'm I'm trying to thrive, so I'm gonna try and cut some trees down and make a make a structure out of it to to survive in. And in the hatchet, you need to do that a lot easier than with your hands. Um, the tarp is important for a lot of different things you can collect rainwater with it or use it as like a blanket or or as a roof or something like that i feel like it it can come in handy a, a lot for a lot more different uses than something like a tent would and also i'm trying to live in something better than a tent eventually so the tent if i had one would be kind of short term um and then also i don't know all the edible plants and stuff so that's why i'd take this book about what kind of plants you can eat and what kind are going to kill you. So I know <laughs> like what that is going to be huge for your nutrition is eating some sort of plants that are growing around the area. So having a book about what's safe to eat, what's not, it's going to going to help me out in the long run. So that's uh, those are my top 10 items I'd bring. Once again, how long would, would I live or would you live with these 10 things? Uh, I think I'd do pretty good, but it is my <laughs> list after all. So let's see what you guys say about it. But Go over to Connor now, and you can explain some of your different things and reemphasize what what I had that you had to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got most of the same stuff that Zach does. Um, obviously, I'm pretty sure all four of us had this coat. Like, you know, you need a coat. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. important. Um, the gun, obviously, for hunting or fighting off bears or something like that. The only downside of the gun is definitely going to be, like, you got to conserve that ammo. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's definitely going to come in handy when you have it. A tarp is just so versatile. Like you can just use it for so many different things that I feel like that was a must-have. Like when I saw Zach was making his list and he's like, "I'm moving a tarp," I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good idea. You should bring one of those." <laughs> um, and then yeah, the plot, the pot, so you can you know boil water or cook food or you you know another thing that you can do a lot of. And I also like Zach's idea about the edible wild plants book. Like that that was also a good idea. I was like, yeah, because you know you you can't just be eating meat all the time. You need to get some you know, something else in your diet. And who knows if you are having a bad day fishing or if you're having a, you can't really find anything to hunt, then the edible plant book's going to come in handy. Um, and yeah, fishing poles, you know, lots of fish in Alaska. So should definitely be able to eat that way. So when choosing the knife, I definitely like, the re- I got a picture of a buoy knife because like, I don't want just any old knife. I want like a big, strong knife that you can, you know, I mean, you could possibly hunt with that, that you can skin stuff with, that you can um, cut da- cut stuff. I mean, having a big, strong knife is important. And you can throw buoy knives, too. They're very versatile for how big they are. So I felt like that was the best knife choice. Um, maybe if I could find some with a serrated edge, that'd be a little bit better, but to cut some trees, because I'm the only one that doesn't have, like, a hatchet or anything. But the reason why I don't have a hatchet or an axe is because <laughs> I would bring a tent. <laughs> because, like, you know, I feel like quick shelter. You don't have to build anything. Like, I felt like that was probably, even though, like Zach said, it'd be nice to upgrade from a tent. Like, it's always good to have something that you can just plop up anywhere and have shelter. So, um, 
Then I got for lighters. I got like these guys had like you know the like the cigarette looking lighters. I want one of those light lighters, like the long lighters that you use to light grills or something like that. Because I feel like that'd be a little bit better, a little bit easier to light stuff with. Um, and then the last thing that I had was I actually that little bottle right there. That's a bottle of iodine, which. If you are not able to boil water or anything like that, then another way that you can purify water is by using iodine. So I felt like that would probably be a good thing to have because, you know, you're not always going to be able to get a campfire going or be able to find the water to boil it or, you know, stuff like that. So I feel like just having a quick and easy way to purify your water was a good idea. So well, if you um, can't have the water to boil it, you're not going to have the water. To... Well, yeah, that, that's true. But, you know, but you're not, <laughs> I, know you're not, I know what you mean now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not always going to have the campfire. So yes. just quick and easy with the iodine. Make sure you research how long you're supposed to do it before you go. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure it's like two or three drops and then there's, wait like a half hour. There's got hour. instructions on that thing. So yeah, it's, it's like not going to use packet here. We're yeah, yeah, no, no. It's, it's like two or three drops and then like wait a half an hour or something yeah. like that. So, um, But those are my turn items. I feel like, you know, having the quick and easy shelter was good for me. So, uh, but, you know... Comment below how long you think I'll survive. I'm pretty sure I'd survive longer than any of these three guys, but that's up to the viewers. <laughs> Dang, man, we don't have that much stuff different on our list. It gets its personal personal knowledge now. That you're yeah. <laughs> all right, Nate, uh, share with share with us your list. You got a combination of like all of our different things. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, my number one spot, I've got the same uh cozy like warm outfit. You know, got to stay protect against the elements during the winter months you know alaska is pretty brutal uh number two i debated putting this at number one but the hatchet i debated number one because back in middle school i read this book where this guy like i think i read uh, that too yeah he survived like the whole year with like nothing but a hatchet isn't that isn't that book called, called hatchet, hatchet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um you can do a lot of stuff with that you can cut down trees you can like kill things you can uh cut um you know things into pieces so i thought it was a little bit more versatile and like strong than a knife so i went with that as my number two um number three obviously like lighters like everyone else put you know in case you gotta make gonna have to make a campfire uh, at some point and that's a pretty reliable way of doing it uh number four i put the dogs i didn't specify them as sled dogs but i suppose you could make a sled with um wood and the hatchet i got so there's that feature but definitely like Obviously, they're company. They can, like, help sniff out food, like, ward off uh, bears, hopefully. Hopefully, they'd scare away bears, maybe. Um, <laughs> if they're wolves, maybe. <laughs> yeah, wolves, like, fight off wolves. Hopefully, they don't go like, join the wolves. Join <laughs> <laughs> the uh, winning team there. But, um, uh, yeah, so they're number four. thought they're pretty versatile. Number five, <laughs> go with the tent. Uh, like Connor said, like, it, it'd just be nice to plop up, like, a you know, waterproof, like, nice quality tent instead of having to build, like, a fort out of sticks and something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thought that'd be pretty, a little bit more comfortable, a little more practical. Um, number six, I went with the same uh, guide to uh, edible plants just to make sure I got some variety, some flavor, and I don't die, like, you know, eating poison mushrooms or something. So <laughs> keep that book in the old back pocket there. Um got iodine at number seven um like connor pretty much explained this uh, in case you can't make a campfire you can uh make sure your water's safe to drink uh number 
eight. I got fishing gear, all kinds of like bait and rods and uh, hooks. So can hopefully get some salmon. Uh, it's a good source of food, obviously. Uh, number nine, got a pot to cook, uh, boil water, um, cook food, uh, anything like that. Try to like keep the items I put like as versatile as possible and a pot, you know, you can do a lot of different things with that. And then number 10, I put the shotgun as well. Um, just because, you know, it's like, you gotta be, you don't have unlimited ammo, so you gotta be like smart with it. But definitely if a bear shows up, like you gotta have something, you know, to hopefully like kill it with. Or else... I love how bears are like the central theme <laughs> of this right now. Bears. I feel like everything else is, I mean, I guess the wolf would be pretty bad too, but maybe the, the dogs I brought would yeah. help with that. But I think <laughs> a bear, you definitely need a shotgun or heavier to uh take out so yeah, there's see, some see, big grizzlies in there well see yeah. those, and also if you find some of those polar bears like you know they don't uh you see yeah. grizzly bears you can get away with playing dead against those but polar bears man they will not uh yeah. they don't care if you play dead or whatever they're gonna eat yeah. your ass yeah i've, I've seen the revenant and i don't want to make that same mistake. oh man that mood is crazy man yeah uh, so so nate you said this was a facts list right in the yes. intro this is facts okay um but <laughs> with the dogs i gotta ask you a question because drew he brought up the possibility of if worse comes to worse i have the dogs to eat like did, were you thinking that when when you pick the dogs or is that just gonna be an un- unintended benefit if it comes to that <laughs> benefit I mean, not i'm not sure that's a that benefit at all yeah that'd be some like i don't know like, i don't know if i could honestly that'd be some like kind of like i am legend stuff and the dog dies like <laughs> if you're surviving the woods and like all you got to hang out with is the dogs like it's, I don't know it's, if one, it's one of those things is like <laughs> yeah. the, is the benefit of eating the dog greater than like you know the pain and the sadness yeah, that you yeah, would have yeah. from like having to kill it and then i mean eat it i mean if all you got to eat is two dogs and it's like the middle of winter in alaska like you you're pretty yeah, much like yeah. pulling the inevitable you're just gonna die like you know three days later instead of you know five minutes later so like i don't know i don't think it'd be worth it yeah yeah all right well there you go guys there are our four lists drew i think having the more luxurious lifestyle with the soap and toilet paper <laughs> <laughs> um and then i i kind of went with the more like personal thing with the radio to, to try and hear some people and we, we were different with the nets versus the poles uh but connor and i agreed about the knives we all agreed about warmth and fire and the plants um so yeah it's, it's good list guys uh, this is fun doing that with you and we do have one final thing now to present so our top 10 nfl quarterbacks of all time our clutch crew sports combined list here tom brady at number one joe montana at two peyton manning at three drew Brees at four elway at, at five marino at six brett Favre at seven unitas at eight uh, Jim Kelly at nine and Aaron Rodgers at 10. Um, I'll go. And then we have three honorable mentions here. Bart Starr, Ben Roethlisberger and uh, Fran Tarkenton. Um, I'll go through mine here quickly. And really mine matched up very similar with the all time list. I don't know how that happened, but it did. Uh, <laughs> the main differences though, really the biggest differences is I had, Marino at four. I think he's really underrated on these top 10 lists because of the kind of stats he was putting up in the era that he played in. I know he never got like the Super Bowl rings or anything like that. So that's why a lot of people disregard him. But 
as a pure quarterback, I think he was definitely if he had those ranks, he probably would be like number two. But he put up insane type of Patrick Mahomes type of stats back in an era when that was uncommon. And really, when it comes down to my list, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, where's Aaron Rodgers? Where's Ben Roethlisberger and stuff like that? But to me, I tried to spread my my top 10 through all the different eras. So the fact that Ben Roethlisberger, for, from the time he played, he was never really better than Brady, Breeze, or Manning. Uh, if you're like the fourth or fifth best quarterback in the era that you really play in, I don't think that grants you on this list. Um, I tried to pick couple guys from each different era uh obviously leaning more so on the present era because i've got you know manning and brady and breeze and stuff but definitely showing respect to unitas there at seven and star originating (laughs) really the nfl back a long time ago black and white photo there um down at number 10 but that was kind of my thought process of coming up with this list uh but definitely Brady at number one. I mean, can't argue that. And Montana over Manning just for the success, really, the Super Bowls. Otherwise, they're pretty similar. But that's uh, that's my list. But really, I just wanted to mainly hit on Marino. I think he's overlooked a lot. But go over to Connor now, and he'll share his list. Yeah, you know, I can't wait to take heat for this because I'm sure that I'm going <laughs> to take a buttload of heat for this. But uh, so if you look at my list, I'm sure you can – I'll point out the most glaring incident here is that I do not have Tom Brady at number one. I have him at number two below Peyton Manning. So the reason why I put Montana at number three, because I mean, this is kind of similar to why I have Brady below Manning, but Montana, like, yeah, he won those four Super Bowls, but he never had as good of like the regular season stats that like Brady and Manning and, you know, Breeze put up. And also, you know, Montana played on a really stacked 49ers team. So, I mean, I know Roger Craig's not in the Hall of Fame yet, but he should be. I mean, he had Jerry Rice to throw to for most of the time. He had Ronnie Lott on the defense. So the 49ers were a stacked team. Um, so I'm going to put that more on the team. Montana was obviously a clutch performer, but, you know, you're not getting there without a team. So this is the reason why I have Brady below Manning, because, yes, the six Super Bowls, uh, Manning only has two, but I did it more so because I feel like Manning, what he accomplished with more I'll say more mediocre teams than what Brady's had around him in the past, because I also, I will say I'll give Belichick his credit. I will say Bill Belichick is the greatest head coach of all time. I know we're not talking about that, but if we did a top 10 head coaches, Belichick's my number one, because what Bill Belichick has been able to do with, you know, virtually nobody's most of the time, it shows me that his system is perfect. And I I mean, even though the Patriots have lost Tom Brady this year, I still think they're going to be decent because Bill Belichick's still there. Um, and so, but the thing is that Manning, like when he was playing in Indianapolis, I mean, he had, yeah, he had Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne and Dallas Clark, but I mean, he had some pretty meh running backs during his time there. I mean, he had, you know, Edron James was good, but then he had like Joseph Adai and Dominique Rhodes and, you know, whoever followed them. I don't remember their names cause they weren't very good. So, um, <laughs> and the other thing about the Colts is that the Colts never had a good defense ever. I mean, whenever you were talking about the best defenses in the league, the Colts were never mentioned. And somehow the Colts were still going like 13 and three and 14 and two because Manning was basically carrying that team. And I put a lot of faith in the fact that, you know, if the quarterback is the real reason for why the team is doing success, then when the quarterback goes out, then the team is going to fall. When Tom Brady got injured in 2008, the Patriots still went 10 and six. 
when Tom Brady got hurt, you know, or when he was suspended in the start of the season, I think it was 2016 when he was suspended for four games. You know, the Patriots still went three and one in that time with Jimmy G and Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. So whereas, you know, the Colts, when Peyton Manning went down, they turned around and went two and 14. So he was clearly the big reason. And also, you know, Manning holds all the single season passing records when he from his time in Denver. Uh, but I'll stop going on, but that's most of my reason for Manning, because I, I want to give Nate some time to talk. Um, but then Drew Brees at number four, you know, obviously he also hasn't had the Super Bowl success, but I mean, the guy, by the time he retires, you know, unless Brady ends up passing him, which I don't know, as long if they keep playing, if, if Brees doesn't retire before Brady, I don't think Brady will pass him. So I think Brees will have all the passing records when he retires. So, I mean, you can't overlook that. And also, you know, just the way he... I feel that I'm sure the chargers are kicking themselves for trading him over hmm. Philip rivers. Philip rivers is good too, but he's no Drew Brees. Uh, Elway at number five, just cause he did it for so long. I mean, you know, the poor guy didn't get a super bowl until uh, the, the end of his career. And it really, it was kind of like Manning's second super bowl where like he wasn't as big of a factor. It was more Terrell Davis and the rest of the Broncos teams, but uh, got to respect how long he did it. I have Marino at number six. I was trying to debate between Marino and Elway. I guess I just had to give it to Elway because the Broncos, even though they didn't win as many Super Bowls, like they only won two, Elway still led them to like four or five, whereas Marino only led the Dolphins to one Super Bowl and they lost. So, but definitely like him and Brett Favre are the two, like, you know, before Manning and Brady and Brees came along to break all those records, Marino and Favre were the ones that held those records. So you can't overlook what they did. I have Unitas at number eight. Obviously, he was like the original quarterback. I mean, even before Bart Starr was doing it, Johnny Unitas was doing it. So uh, got to give ma- mad respect to Johnny Unitas. I have Jim Kelly at number nine. I thought Kelly was a good um, – I mean, the Bills team was also stacked. But, I mean, to lead a team to four straight Super Bowls and to be mm-hmm. able to – he was the one who was in charge of that offense, calling the plays and, you know, making everything work. So I have – I don't see how Jim Kelly, everybody always underrates the bills, even like the nineties bills team. When you're talking about the greatest teams of all time, no one ever mentions the nineties bills because they didn't win any of those super bowls, but you got to remember they still made it to four straight super bowls. So you can't do that if you're not a great team. Um, And Kelly was at the forefront of that. And then finally, a little bit of my Steelers bias. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger is a great quarterback. He, you know, he's definitely up there on the all time uh, passing stats. He kind of fell behind Eli and Rivers this season because he was injured, but still has two Super Bowl rings and possibly looking to add more maybe here in the future. The Steelers have a chance. So um, I know these guys would probably rank them at like 12 or 13, but uh, him at 12 or 13, but obviously I got a little bit of bias there. So I had to put mm-hmm. him at number 10 above like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, so for mine, kind of no surprise here. I've got Tom Brady number one. Uh, you, it's pretty clear cases, Super Bowls, um, the the stats, just everything. He's still going at 42. Um, he's going to add a lot more to that. Either he or Drew Brees will retire with pretty much every single passing record. So um, pretty obvious number one. Um, number two, we got Joe Montana over Peyton. Um, the stats aren't. As there, you know, the stats from Montana aren't as great as Manning's, and he did play on some loaded teams. So I think usually I wouldn't like 
go for the whole like four rings over um like like just because he has rings doesn't mean that he's better than Peyton. But I just like when I look back, like he was kind of like, the original like clutch quarterback. Like before Tom Brady came around, like he did make some you know incredible like plays and for all the talent that was around him, he I think he was really like the guy that pushed in those Super Bowls. So I'm gonna put him at number two, um, just because he had the clutch factor that I don't think Peyton necessarily had for the um, over the course of his career. There were a few opportunities that um, he could have pushed the Colts and the Broncos uh, even further, and it just didn't happen. But I'm still gonna put him at number three. Um, he was definitely a legend in his own right, and I'm gonna go with number four. We've got Drew Brees. Like I said, either he or Brady will retire with um, every single major um, passing record, which is insane. And he's only got the one Super Bowl. He's got a chance to add another one with the Saints here. They're looking strong again next year, so who knows? He might be in the mix for that. Uh, definitely be a big boost to his legacy. Um, number five, got John Elway because he does have – the Super Bowls did come late in his career, but – it's definitely like he still got the rings, he still got the stats and longevity and um, everything he did in his career was um, really incredible. And uh, number six, number six and seven, kind of the same boat. I've got Favre and Marino, like just because they retired with, at their time, they retired with all the passing records. And what they did was great, but I think when you really look back at their stats, like they just threw the ball like so much. <laughs> that it's kind of like you know what I mean like they had oh, the volume yeah. <laughs> but when you look at like the quality like I don't think it compares to what Breeze and Brady and these guys have done like granted it was kind of a different era but I think like they're definitely not they're not their bad quarterbacks but I think what they did is definitely like I would put like a step below what those well, first Far- five well, guys did Favre does that's one thing that's not going to change Favre is still going to always hold the all-time interceptions right <laughs> yeah that's like definitely like kind of flinging around kind of guys which was great they definitely had their moments but I, I don't think they're in the top um two like those other five guys are um so then number eight I've got Aaron Rodgers just because I've kind of been like not a fan of Rodgers in the past uh, and I'm still not, but I think when you look at when you look really look at his stats, that's kind of what I went down to for these last few guys to kind of figure out who I wanted in my rankings. And when you look at the stats he's put up, he hasn't even thrown 100 interceptions yet. Um, he's just so efficient and the throws he can make. Um, I don't know if we've seen anybody besides like now Mahomes is coming along, but the arm he has is very few. Like you can probably count on one hand the amount of guys who can make the type throws that he does like on a routine basis so i'm putting him at eight and he's potentially got some room to move up past marino and far if he keeps you know it up if he keeps it up for like another five years or so he might be able to pass those guys in my book um and then number nine and ten i've got the old guys i've got uh fran tarkenton at number nine and that was kind of a surprise over johnny united at 10 but i think when i went back and looked at the stats from that era, which definitely are a little bit different to look at than stats of today's era. But I looked at the stats, and I looked at what limited tape, you know, was kind of out there on the internet. And I don't know if you ever watch, if you ever get a chance to watch Fran's tape, like it's crazy stuff. Like he was like the original, like scrambling, like run and gun kind of quarterback. Like he was all over the place. And I think his skills, like in my book, probably would have translated 
too um, grand. Maybe the athleticism wasn't there. Like, who knows? Like, back in that era, if you can compare it to, like, later decades. But I think his skill set would have translated, um, you know, to later years. Like, kind of like guys like Johnny Manziel, like, in college and stuff like that. He was definitely the um, precursor to that. And then uh, Johnny United's number 10. Um, the stats and all that's tough to compare to this era, but what he did, like being the original, like prototype quarterback, is you can't ignore that for sure. All right, good list there, guys, for both of you. Uh, Drew, not the biggest NFL fan from what he told me, yeah. so he didn't make a list for this, but uh, I'm sure you've you definitely heard of some of these people, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone knows Tom, right? Tom yeah. Brady, yeah, so. And then also, Drew, is this the first uh, podcast that you've been a part of? I'm just just wondering. Yeah, this. Yeah, I've never like I've never done anything with anyone else like like on uh, social media like this before. So this is cool. That's awesome, man. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can have you on again, or maybe we can come on to your YouTube channel for some sort of collaboration thing. But this is a lot of fun uh, with yeah. all you guys. Um, we'll be back next Monday, guys, or Tuesday. I should say we record these on Monday, so I always have that in my brain. But yeah, we'll be back next Tuesday. Like I said, the Friday shows we're going to have to cut because of the coronavirus. But um, we'll be back uh, with Sports Jeopardy hopefully next uh, next week, and then we'll have some more of these top tens. But if you have any suggestions, too, leave that as a comment. Uh, if you want to see any certain topic featured, uh, the NBA players was actually uh, Drew's feature topic for the show so he got to pick that but um any any suggestions are welcome uh hopefully you guys enjoyed this drew thanks again for being on man it's great to have you um and, and hear what you had to say for the nba and also going to alaska <laughs> yeah <laughs> two, two totally different things but uh but yeah man uh good to have you check out his channel and twitter account like i said before the links will be in the videos um yeah that's going to be it, guys. Uh, thank you for watching, and remember to be clutch. Bye. See ya. Uh, for Eric, peace.